Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Well, the new favorite for the MVP had an unbelievable night last night. Problem is, a former MVP did not. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, were presented by Progressive Insurance in for Greeny today. Wow. Embiid, he's not just stating his case anymore. He is just living his case. Yeah. <laughs> this is now not an extraordinary performance. It's just another night. 37-16 and 16 for Embiid last night. But James Harden, oh my God. James Harden, 2 for 14, 0 for 6 from 3. Oh, I'm supposed to get excited about 12 assists? Dude had 6 points. That was atrocious. And what happens? The Sixers lose at home to the Bulls in double overtime with Dr. J in attendance. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, come on. That's not great. Yeah, and James Harden was the fish last night for the Sixers. He was the guy that ultimately ended up being the liability. He was the only starter that had a negative plus-minus last night in the box score. Like, that, that, that can't happen if you're the Sixers, not with the league's leading assist guy. James Harden has to find a way to not only distribute – but be a threat to score the basketball. Because if you don't have James Harden providing that for your backcourt, what the hell is his value to this team? It's a fair point. And it's, what the it's, hell is his value? I, I don't know what it is. No. And, but let and, me tell you about who does have value. That would be Joel Embiid. Yeah. Big fella, he's making the case not only on the offensive end, because he did drop 37 last night, but on the defensive end, man. 16 boards to go along with three blocks. Think about this. We had a double overtime game. And you're talking about the team that won scoring 109 points. Think about in today's NBA, a double overtime game, 10 minutes of extra basketball, and the team that won scored only 109 points. Think about how good you have to be defensively to keep scoring down that low in that game. And that is the Philadelphia 76ers. They've got the best record on the road of any team since the start of 2023. And they have the second best record behind the Milwaukee Bucks at 27-9 and since the calendar flipped over to 2023. It amazes me that you have really come around on the Sixers in the East as you have. Now, you, you haven't been down on them at any point. No. But you have, I would say over the last week, you have vaulted them in your mind, to the favorites. And I'm still having trouble doing that. And my primary reasons are the fact that I haven't seen them do it before. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you do have to do it. And they haven't gotten out of the second round. And secondly, why are uh, – I'll toss the Celtics aside. I can't make excuses for them. No, they've, they I haven't can't. been great. I can't. At all. Why do we forget about the Bucks? Why do we just toss them aside like it's nothing? Why do we toss Giannis aside like it's nothing when it comes to the MVP discussion? Because if you're looking at the numbers, they're all, at the very least, comparable. And Giannis is on the better team, and he's doing it with lesser players than Joel Embiid is doing. I mean, James Harden is one of the all-time great players in the league. We're never going to say that about Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Why is it that 
he is, I, I think it's safe to call him a distant third when we talk about the MVP. This well, year. I think Jokic's shot creation and what he does on the offensive side of the ball for the Nuggets, that, that's the part where he separates himself when it comes to the three finalists or what we think will be the finalists for MVP. I mean, you got to give it up for Jokic, man. I mean, the, the, guy, the, knock on Jokic. The, guy, the guy is a monster when it comes to that, like in terms of creating offense for himself and for his teammates. He's a walking triple-double. Like, and we have, he arguably is the most skilled big man on the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. that we have in our league. So I don't want, I mean, even more skilled than Giannis in that regard. My argument is not that Jokic shouldn't be in it. Okay. My argument is this shouldn't be a two-horse race. It should be a three-horse race. Uh, no, it really should, Chris. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't it be when Giannis is averaging 31-12 and six assists? Well, like, I mean, do we want to start talking about Embiid's averages? No, I understand. That, oh, okay. That's the point. They're right there. Embiid is not... You know, 50, he's not just so far ahead of him. Well, he's he's averaging 33 and a half points a game. A point and a half more. Okay. A point and a half more. He's okay. leading the league in scoring. Well, let me, let me say it this way. Embiid has 26 games where he scored 35 or more points. Mm-hmm. The last two centers to actually do that, one MVPs. That will be Moses Malone. That will be Shaquille O'Neal. And both of those guys had fewer 35-plus point performances than Embiid does. I think Shaq had 25, 35-plus point games, and Moses Malone had 23. So, 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 so Embiid is going to win. If history tells Embiid's us anything, win. Embiid is going to win MVP. Yes. But the reason why I look at the Sixers as the best team in the Eastern Conference as it stands right now is because of what Embiid does, not only offensively but defensively, and the supporting cast that Embiid is working with, as opposed to Giannis. While I do think that the Milwaukee Bucks are a well-rounded team, I worry once we get to the playoffs, how many of those guys playing alongside Giannis can actually star in their roles. But uh, but a lot of those guys were the same guys two years ago. Yeah, except except you don't have Chris Middleton. Who was an all-star player then? You well, don't have that now. Well, you've got Middleton now. Well, you got Middleton, but he's not the same version of Middleton that we saw two or three years ago. He's just not. Right, listen, I he's am, not the same guy on the other side of these injuries. I, I, he's there. He's there by name only. He's not the same guy that can drop twenty to twenty-five points on any given night. But he's not averaging, you know, eight either. I'm not and saying falling off the. Cliff what what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I have more faith that the other stars alongside Embiid, that would be James Harden and Tyrese Maxey, are going to perform in the playoffs, and I can't believe I'm saying this, than I do for the other stars alongside Giannis. That would be Drew Holiday, and that would be Chris Middleton. It's really not about Drew Holiday, because Drew Holiday has been phenomenal. Even with Giannis out of the lineup, he has carried this team at times. But I have more confidence in Harden and Maxey, not to mention De'Anthony Melton is there now, P.J. Tucker is there now, this is a different Sixers team that we've seen in the past. Now, do, yeah. I, tru- do I trust Doc Rivers? I was about to say, you know who else is there? Doc. <laughs> well, hell no, I don't trust Doc Rivers. But I do trust the pieces that they've put in place, and you're starting to see them round into form. Because, again, the record speaks for itself. This is one of the best teams in the NBA, and they've proven it since the start of January. If you had to bet, that my, my bet would be absolutely in the corner of this happening. I w- if it was on the board, I would lay out the money on it right now. Okay. This time next year, Jay Wright is the coach of the Sixers. I would absolutely think that. I don't know, man. I think the Sixers can make a run to the NBA Finals. Well, uh, if you, I if, mean, they're the, again, best, they're the best free throw shooting team. They're the best three-point shooting team. 
They're top three in offensive rating. They're top six in defensive rating. But you know how this goes. This is an unbelievable. They're they're third in terms of points allowed. They are. This is a really good team. A team has trouble getting out of the label that they have been marked with when you get to the playoffs. And the Sixers have had the label, and justifiably so, as a team that does not get it done when it counts. They haven't gotten out of the second round yet. So until they do it, and they very well may this year, I'm not going to believe in them. And a big reason why is who the head coach is. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think it's it's been a few bad breaks. Like they had the series where they allowed Trey Young to go off and Ben Simmons didn't dunk the basketball when he had a wide open layup shot. You had the one with Kawhi Leonard from the corner that rung around and then dropped in that ultimately ended up costing that them the series there. I, that that was one abs- I'll give you. That was absolutely brutal. So, yeah. I mean, they, they've, they've had some bad breaks along the way, but in winning the championship, you have to go through those experiences mm-hmm. in order to figure out different ways to win when it matters most. And the Philadelphia Sixers have gone through those growing pains, and now is their time. And Joel Embiid is putting this team on his back. And they have star caliber players that can step up alongside him, even if he has an off night. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that Tyrese Maxey or James Harden can go for 30 in the playoffs. Why? Because we've seen both of them do it. Yep. So, I mean, that's why I have a lot of confidence in this team. And I think what they've done defensively by getting a guy like DeAnthony Melton that can be a plus defender against other opposing guards, by getting a P.J. Tucker that can be a plus defender against wing scorers, those guys are going to be integral to the Philadelphia Sixers making a title run because you're going to have to deal with those wings with the Boston Celtics. You're going to have to deal with those wings against the Milwaukee Bucks. The one last thing I'll say about this is for Embiid, no more excuses. Can't point the finger in any other direction anymore. Mm. I mean, at some point when you are on that level of player and you want to be one of the all-time greats, yeah, I get it. Ben Simmons was an issue. I get a doc spin an issue. We can point to a lot of different things as to why it didn't happen. You don't got them excuses this year, MB. Exactly. You ain't got you're gonna be the MVP. You're gonna get that point. Get over the hump. All of those things are behind you. Ben Simmons is behind you. The MVP conversation is behind you. Why you didn't win it. Now that you're going to get this and you're finishing the regular season like you are, the expectations get ratcheted up a little bit. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Gray Goose. My friends, a major, major name just entered the fray to be the new owner of the Washington Commanders. You're going to hear it next. Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Being a punching bag pays pretty good these days. Mm. We'll explain. Mm. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Roger Goodell is getting a contract extension to be the commissioner of the NFL. He made $64 million last year? That is correct. $64 million. He has been the commissioner since 2006. He has made a half a billion dollars over his tenure. Over half a billion dollars. Over half a billion. Over half a billion dollars. I was shortchanging him. Yes, please don't. Oh, my God. Yes. And seemingly... More than any player during that span. I mean, when you think about what this has been about during that span, it's been the guy out in front taking most of the abuse for a lot of owners' mistakes. That basically is what it is. Let's hear from Adam Schefter on Goodell's new contract. The NFL owners and NFL commissioner Roger Goodell are expected to finalize a contract extension for the commissioner at next week's NFL owners meetings. Now, there was some question about Roger Goodell's future, but this extension, which is still being finalized right now, which is in the process of happening, obviously is expected to extend the commissioner's tenure. And we've seen other commissioners at his age step aside. Roger Goodell right now is 64 years old. Pete Rozelle was 63 when he left office. Paul Tagliabue was 65 when he left office. They've been discussing a multi-year extension for Roger Goodell. It looks like it's going to get done next week at the NFL owners' meetings. I'll say this, for 64, he looks pretty damn good. Yeah, he's a spry 64. He really is, especially with all the punches he's been taking. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you're making $64 million in a year... You can afford the Botox. Why the hell would I walk away? No, you wouldn't. Why, Why would I walk away? And I get it. There were some people that were speculating in 2017 after Jerry Jones came out with the criticism when they tried to negotiate the last extension for Goodell. People thought he was going to walk away. But the NFL is getting it hand over fist, and Goodell is benefiting from it. I mean... These incentive-latent extensions that they keep passing down to him, I mean, he, he just keeps getting compensated more because of the television rights deals, the media rights deals that the NFL keeps striking with not only CBS, Fox, and ABC, ESPN, Disney, but also with the tech giants like Amazon and like Google through YouTube with their NFL Sunday ticket package. So if you're Goodell, business is booming, and you've laid the groundwork for a lot of this. So why would you walk away and let your successor – 
strike it rich with deals that you in large part have put in place. Well, Chris, when, when you and I think of Roger Goodell's tenure, when fans think of it, they think of the player safety controversy. Concussions. They, they think, think about concussions. concussions. They yep. think about Colin Kaepernick controversy. They think about how they bungled player discipline when it comes to not only Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. but Ray Rice mm-hmm. and the two-game suspension that they gave him. And then the video comes out after that. Yep. I mean, those are all issues. Activism and how they tried to silence players in the middle of what was going on in 2018, 2019, 2020 with George Floyd. Like, all of those things have marred Roger Goodell's tenure as the commissioner of the league. But the reason why the owners want to give him the extension is not only does he get to be the punching bag for all of those league gaffes in terms of handling those situations, but Goodell is also making them a ton, well, a ton of money. This was my point. You and I think about those things, yeah. the lack of minority hiring, uh, being the guy out in front when NFL owners screw up. Yeah. That's all they think about yeah. is what the bank accounts look like well, yeah. and how much more money. And I, I get it because it's business. That's what happened. Well, think about what Goodell has done. I mean, he struck two huge labor deals with those CBA negotiations. Remember the lockout in 2011 and how he was able to get the players in the league back together, and they got a deal in place that ended up being more favorable for the owners than the previous uh, labor agreement that was in place. And then they were able to hammer out another labor deal. What was that, 2019, 2020, right around there? They got another 10-year labor deal in place. So having that kind of stability is what allows the NFL to leverage their product when they go to the negotiating table with these media rights companies. And so I think that's a big part of it as well. The last media rights deal that the NFL Network did with the Big Four, you're talking about $100 billion that they've been able to get by those media rights deals because they've had labor peace for the last couple of decades. That's what the owners see. You know what else they see? The valuations of these teams going up, up, and up. The last team to sell before Goodell took over as commissioner was the Minnesota Vikings. $600 million to Ziggy Wolf. Yep. That was in 2006. You can't get one for less right, than five right, billion. Right now, the last sale that we've had in the league, Denver Broncos, four point five billion dollars. Yep, four point five billion dollars. You're talking about in less than a span of two decades that increase in what NFL teams are worth. That's why they want to keep knocking out extensions for Roger Goodell. Well, that brings us to what's going on down in D.C. and Magic Johnson has now joined the Josh Harris group in trying to purchase the Washington Commanders. Of course, Harris owns the Sixers and the Devils as well. He's Fanatics, right? Yeah. uh, No, 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 no. That's Michael Rubin. Rubin? Josh Harris was a a hedge fund guy, I believe. Venture capital type guy. Uh, Michael Rubin is the guy that divested himself from the Sixers recently. He's the Fanatics guy. But having said that, Chris... You're going to add Magic Johnson to the purchase of the Commanders that's going to go close to $6 billion if it doesn't. I'd be shocked. Get rid of one of your biggest headaches, and now, Chris, you have a chance to add your first minority owner in Washington, D.C. That would be an incredible, incredible move on their part to get him to be a part of that ownership group. Listen, there have been others. We have talked about Byron Allen, other minority owners uh, that were possible in D.C. 
I think the league couldn't do much better than having Magic Johnson involved in the group to buy the commanders. Well, I mean, when Magic Johnson gets involved with teams, those teams' fortunes usually take a turn for the better, right? Look at the L.A. Dodgers. Look at what happened with them and the success that they've been able to enjoy. So it would just make sense in terms of involving somebody that has had success at, at this level, dealing with a flagship franchise in a given sport and being able to be able to turn the tide. I think Magic Johnson – allows the NFL to, you know, check a couple of different boxes in there in terms of providing stability, but also having a minority as a part of an ownership group. And we should say black owner. Black owner. Shad Khan is a minority. Kim Pagula as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah. It, it, a black, black owner. For, for, you know, a sport where the majority of the labor force on the field is black. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you go in that direction, now he, he and Harris uh, had gotten together and they fell short on the Broncos I would have trouble believing that they won't be able to get something done unless it's it's ultimately up to the to the little man and Daniel Snyder. I mean, well, he's cleared out his office in Ashburn, Virginia, at the team's still, facility. Right, but he still owns the team. No, he still owns the team, but it, 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 clearly steps have been taken where Daniel Snyder is going to be moving on from the Washington Command. This was pointed, and out that's by, the best thing for the league. This was pointed out by Mike Florio over the weekend too. It definitely feels like that is coming sooner rather than later. Why? Well, the free agents that they signed this offseason, normally you get your signing bonus, I believe it's within 90 days of signing the contract, something like that. Mm -hmm. They have pushed that back to the first date that they could get paid would be like May 12th, meaning that Snyder is trying to push that on the next owner to have to shell out that money. So hopefully that person... And, or that group is in place by early May, that would be outstanding for the league to finally rid themselves of the cancer that is Daniel Snyder. Oh, yeah, and the league has to have a new stadium in the D.C. metropolitan area in order to continue to operate. They, the, the stadium that they're in right now, FedEx Field, is falling apart. They, they have to have a new stadium, and the powers that be at those different municipalities won't approve public funds in order to build a new stadium while Daniel Snyder is the owner. He's burned that many bridges in that area. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, you heard us just a bit ago give you our top five all-time great performances at Madison Square Garden. Doesn't have to be a, a player, could be teams as well. But we want to hear from you on that topic. Julius Randle going for 57 last night. That's not on the list. But you're talking about Reggie Miller. You're talking about Jordan's 55. You're talking about Clyde with 37 and 19 in a game seven. What are your top all-time performances at Madison Square Garden? 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The all-time great performances at Madison Square Garden. Julius Randle at 57 last night. Of course, the Knicks lost. You know what one has always bugged me? What's that? Has always, the moment that they always play at the Garden, it has always bugged me that they play it. What's, what's the that? Starks dunk. Oh, that was a nice play, though. It was. A, they make it out like it was over Jordan. It wasn't. No. It was not over Jordan. B, they lost a series. It's not an all-time great moment. It was still a nice dunk, and Jordan is in the picture. So he's in the picture, but I mean, that's like saying he's in the area code. It was, it was, wasn't really over Jordan. This wasn't like Scottie Pippen on Patrick Ewing. No, (laughs) no, no, no. no, That was a bad one. See, now if I was a jerk, I would say this is not like Patrick Ewing missing the finger roll. It's Mm. not like that. Yeah, but this is my point. Well, you're still a jerk because you brought it up. No, if I was a jerk, You just brought it up. You just brought it up. Well, I just acknowledged that it happened, but I didn't use it as a a weapon, so to speak. Eric is up first on ESPN Radio. Eric, what's going on? What's going on, Carlin? How you doing? I'm doing fine. I just wanted to mention, I remember they talked about the Dusty Rose and Superstar Billy Graham match (laughs) in the Madison Square Garden. They said how nice it was then. Oh, listen... I am not old enough to remember that. I remember the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, no doubt. With the bionic elbow. Oh, there's no question. But the the Dusty Rhodes superstar Billy Graham moment does not come into my head. We had left out, not on purpose, but we had kind of focused it to basketball overall. Yeah, but I mean, you did have Ollie Frazier in the garden, too. You did. You absolutely did. I mean, that was an epic match. Like, that was the fight of the century. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, neither one of us were paying attention to sports. I was a twinkle in my daddy's eyes. So. Right. More yeah. than fair. More yeah. than fair. But Ali Frazier was a huge sports moment at Madison Square Garden. I'm trying to think of a wrestling moment that comes to my mind right away that I can't. But I can't. Other than, you know, the ultimate warrior and losing and getting, you know, losing by disqualification at some house shows. Back yeah, in the day. I can't didn't think really of it. Do you know much. a moment we didn't bring up? Mm. Larry Johnson's four-point play. Uh, it's a great point. It was, it was, under, it was on the list. Yeah. Like, I just didn't make the top five. Yeah. Because there's only so many you can have. That was an amazing day. Yeah. Now, if you remember, that day they had in New York City uh, the Belmont Stakes with a triple crown that they were going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had Mets-Yankees and 
that game, uh, game six with the Pacers. That mm-hmm. was tremendous. How about Paul uh, in Connecticut up next on ESPN Radio? Hey, Paul, what do you got? Hey, uh, y'all didn't mention anything about Bernard King. He had some great performances. That's fair. Short, short 60. Was that six, Christmas? Uh, was it Christmas Day or was that the Isaiah Thomas game? I don't remember, but Bernard King had some amazing yeah, performances. He no put doubt. up 60 in one game uh, at the Garden. It, it was Christmas it in was 84, Christmas? yeah. Good yeah, call. Yeah, exactly. Good call. Yeah. Uh, Paul, no, I did Paul. Here's Francisco in Georgia up next. What do you got as the all-time great performance at MSG? Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing great. Hey, uh, so I actually got two, and I don't know if you have them already, but I'm taking Curry's. 54-point game earlier in his career. That's, you know, before they got famous and everything. Mm-hmm. And also Curry again when he was breaking the NBA all-time three-pointer in NBA history. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's a that's a big-time moment. It was. That was a big-time moment. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was, yeah. was that last year or two years ago? That was – I thought it was last year. I thought it was last year. It was last year, yeah. And then the Curry 54 in 2013 yeah. uh, was pretty ridiculous as well. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, the most amazing performances at Madison Square Garden. Uh, listen, certainly the Rangers winning the Cup in 94 period in Game 7 mm-hmm. is up there as one of the all-time time moments there oh yeah there's no question about it and then you had Zibanejad right with the five goals including oh, the game call. winner a couple of years ago yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah there you go I know hockey is a little more niche than the other major team sports in this continent so don't say that too loud the hockey hockey crew the hockey, the hockey people I'm, we, I brought up hockey I know I brought it up I didn't I, I didn't disparage it like our, our very own SAS <laughs> Brian is up next on ESPN radio Brian who you got uh, when Jordan come back after his retirement, when he dropped the, the double nickel on the Knicks in the oh, Garden. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I absolutely that was, just, that was iconic. He could not be stopped that night. Uh, no, he could not. That was that was a ridiculous performance, and that was in the top five for me. And seeing him do that, and then you know, just the ultimate kick in the pants, feeding Bill Wennington for a wide open dunk underneath the basket that ultimately beat the Knicks in that game. Oof, God. Uh, another one that's brought up too is Game Seven with Stefan Matteau with, yeah. to get to the get to the uh, uh, NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals in '94. I forgot about how could I forget about Matteau? How he rose with the uh, legendary call there. Uh, Jameson is up next in Indianapolis on ESPN Radio. What do you got, Jameson? Hey man, for best performance at the Garden, you got to go Fish 2017, the band <laughs> Fish, rock and roll history. Harry Styles tried to do it with 15 shows in a row. No way. Fish did 13, no repeats, different show every night, rock and roll history there, man. Listen, is this Bob with shoes and calling in? We can't do that. I Come mean, on, Bob man. is the biggest fish head that there is. Yeah. Fish has performed at the Garden something like 70 sometimes, but, I mean, let's not get nuts. Yeah, stop Besides, it. how would you remember if you were there because the, the entire building is one big billow of smoke? Wow. I didn't, take it, I didn't take it there. I did. Uh, right. Nick, up next on ESPN Radio. Nick, what do you got? Yes, sir. I got the Syracuse. UConn six overtime game, old school Big East tournament. I mean, it's just not much better than that. Yeah, that's fair. That's completely fair. That we was had on that the on list. list, though. We that was that number on five yeah. on the list, and that was a legendary game. And as I said earlier, if I hate both teams and yet I cannot turn the channel, that was for me one of the all time legendary performances. Jimmy is up next. ESPN Radio. Jimmy, all time performance at Madison Square Garden. Go. 
Hey, guys, I know you don't want to talk wrestling, but Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik, Hogan won, and that launched Hulkamania. That started WrestleMania, everything. It started in Madison Square Garden when Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik. That started Hulkamania. Okay, that's fair. You know, it, it gets overshadowed by uh, for me by, you know, uh, WrestleMania three with Hogan and, and uh, Andre the Giant mm-hmm. uh, at the Pontiac Dome. Can I, can I say this What's without up? getting just destroyed? What's up? Has there ever been a more overrated wrestler than Hulk Hogan? I mean, wow. honestly. I don't know if I want to take it there. I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable there, with it. And, and the reason is, like, there is such a lack of skill on Hulk Hogan's part. I mean, Wait, he, You don't think the leg drop is a good finisher? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, Bubba, what moves did Hulk Hogan have other than punching a guy, getting beat up, and then getting up to his knees and taking deep breaths and shaking his head like, oh, my God. Right. Here well, we I th- come. Yeah, I think if you're breaking down specific skill, he's definitely way down at the bottom. I but mean, come on. It's, it's, you, you take everything else, though. It's all about the personality. It's the crowd work. It's all that. But, yeah, if you're talking about I'm literally going to end the match and the match is going to end because my finisher is a leg drop and there's yes. no way the person can get out of that. That's not good. And even the big boot to the face setting up the leg. Yeah, drop. exactly. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, it's, it's, that to me is so overrated. With and and the mic work was it was good on the mic, but you know, twenty four inch. I, I just have a, I have a problem putting the wrestling moments up there with the other sports moments. I don't know. I've been in some wrestling matches in some places where you get the goosebumps. No, I hear you. I just have a problem putting it over some of the things we've seen. Like the the overtime game between Syracuse and UConn, Steph Curry breaking the all-time three-point record, Kobe and Michael Jordan going at it in the all-star game in Madison Square Garden, you know, Willis Reed, Clyde Frazier game. I I can't put wrestling on the same level. Sounds like a wrestling hater over here. Yeah, somebody's drinking the hater. Okay, call me whatever you want. Why don't you take your vitamins, you know, say your prayers. Okay, all right. (laughs) I mean, again. guys want to be those guys, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, do you I think, know? I think the masses would agree with me. Do you know that one of the all-time regrets that I have in my career mm. is I actually uh, was presented a chance to audition at one point to be uh, an announcer for the WWE. Really? And I turned down the chance. So you had a chance to be Peter Rosenberg before Rosenberg. I, I when think it comes so. To WWE. I, I think so. Okay. I think it was more. I was more in the play-by-play part of it as opposed okay. to the analyst part. Okay. But I. So that's one of your all-time biggest regrets with your career. So you you could Absolutely. have been Paul Heyman. Okay. You, I, th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought I thought you were going to say that shirt was one of the all-time wow. biggest regrets of your career. Whoa, the shirt! <laughs> I thought oh you were going to say that. <laughs> you know, like the little green, uh, the little the navy blue no. mixed in. No, no. I, I think it's the 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 pocket. Pocket, yeah, I don't like the the the, 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 the the chest pocket. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know like about that. that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't love that. Yeah, exactly. It was not my choice. I didn't choice. know that that was back in style. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> it's not. It's not a problem. But oh, man. I, I wasn't ever offered a job, but I could have auditioned. auditioned. And well, you would have got it. I'm assuming that you would have got it. I would like to think so. I mean, you're so. a dead ringer for Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> you would have got it. You would have got the job. You could have been like you would have been. They would have had storylines. You would have been like the fake Bam Bam, you know, when they have you know fake Undertaker, like when we had two Earl Hebner, you know, yeah, fake Diesel and all that stuff. So you could have been fake Bam Bam. They put the the tattoos on your head. Oh, it would have been great. The fake Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, but 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 if we're if we're being honest, the the best performance, best moment has to be Reggie Miller 
in 95 at the Garden. I don't think there's e- any Eastern question. Conference semis. I right? don't think it has to be that. I, I don't think there's Game any one, doubt. his team down, what was it, six points yeah. with 20 seconds left, and the guy scores eight points. In nine seconds. In nine seconds. Yeah. There's, it has there's, to be Reggie Miller. It's never been better. We'll yeah. give a couple of more an opportunity. Todd on ESPN Radio. Todd, top that. Hey, what's going on? What do you got, bud? Kobe Bryant, 61 in the Garden. Pretty good. It's good. It's, it's not good. Reggie Miller. It's not Reggie Miller. Kobe Bryant, 61 in the Garden. That's great. But Reggie Miller, Chris, is you remember exactly where you were when that happened. Yeah. That is, that is what puts it above all else. Adam in Michigan is next on ESPN Radio. Adam, what's going on, bud? You're the last one. Hey, what's good? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I'll be quick. Two stand out. Conor McGregor becoming the double champ um, against Eddie Alvarez. Mm. And the other, just because it was such a big moment and it was just mind-blowingly crazy out of nowhere, Lynn Sanity, 38, against, I think it was Kobe and the Lakers. Mm, it was. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was, that was a Lynn Sanity was time. a moment. Yes. It was a moment, but I, I think that's, that's more New York-centric. Yeah. Than it is NBA. Like, because I mean, it was a moment, but it doesn't compare. Like, we just didn't expect Jeremy Lin to drop 38 points. No. It's not on the same level as Melo dropping 62 or Kobe dropping 61, Steph dropping 54. It's just not that. No. Jeremy Lin didn't expect to drop 38 points. No. Yeah. Hell no. And it was a moment, but it was a great moment that night. I remember. Not an all-timer at Madison. No, I agree with you. That's not even – I wouldn't even put Lynn Sanity yeah, top and, and when it comes to Kobe versus Reggie Miller's, I, I would say this. Kobe did it in the regular season. Reggie Miller did it in the playoffs. It's weighted differently when you do it in the postseason, right? Willis Reed, Clyde Frazier game, that, that matters more, you know, because it was in the playoffs. And, and remember, that was – And that was for a championship. And that was on the list. And the thing that always gets lost in Willis is that Clyde went for – what, 36 and 19, 37 yeah, and 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. 19 assists for yeah. Clyde in that game. It's yeah. not the Willis game. It's the Clyde game. Yeah. Because Willis came out and, you know, it freaked out the Lakers a little bit and certainly freaked out Chamberlain, but did not necessarily do very much beyond those two uh, buckets. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. There is one moment tonight I am begging to see, Canty. What's that? One moment tonight I am begging to see. WBC final tonight. I want to see Otani versus Trout. Mm, I want to see Otani versus Trout tonight. That's going to be fun. Otani says he's going to pitch in relief tonight. Mm-hmm. That would be, be something. And for, for as many people as say that they're not into it, Guys, just look at everybody else that is. It's it. really good baseball. It, it is. is phenomenal baseball. Yeah. I mean, we got our first glimpse at that kid, Roki Sasaki from Japan, 21-year-old yep. mm-hmm. that averages 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Passon wrote about him this week. I oh, believe. yeah. He's going to be the next big thing in baseball. They're already saying that he's one of the best pitchers in the world. Yep. Will you be locked in on that game? Too? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check in on that yeah, one. I'm, I'm, I don't know it, if I'm locked in, but I'm going to check in on yeah, it for admittedly, sure. Admittedly, I have not been locked in on the WBC, but I understand why people absolutely love it, and I will be paying attention to it tonight. Maybe more than a check-in. I'll probably hang in there for the majority of the game. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or... 
Watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcasts.